Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another installment of Kiss and Tell Tuesdays. This week, I have Malik Radford. And if you checked out last week's episode, I mean, if you didn't, I don't know what you're doing. Definitely pause this and go check that out so you can get some background on him. Um, We talked about how... He is a BBW lover, how we can, enhancing our creativity. I gave some gems about that. And then also I talked about why sliding into people's DMs without proper etiquette is a whole ass dub. But today I wanted to get a little bit more specific with Malik. And we're going to talk about, have you ever felt fetishized? Hmm. That's a really good question. Um, Yo. That's a really good question. Okay, so I'm going to say yes. Um and it's only because of the times where I've dated out, not dated, but the times where I've interacted with people outside of my race. And that's mm-hmm. it. Like I I think there were times where I was like you don't do this often. Or if you do, you do it for one specific reason. And that reason is because you're trying to fulfill a fantasy. And so in that instance, yes, but I don't think I don't think for anything else, like I don't know if there's a fetish for people who wanna hook up with artists or be with artists. I don't know if that's like a, a fantasy. I don't really know if I fulfill any <laughs> any of these <laughs> fetishes out here unless you wanna like just be with like a skinny dude or something like uh I mean that's a thing. That's it that is a thing. Okay. Well uh but you would say you've you felt it more based on race. Most definitely. Yeah. And what yeah. gave you that like inclination of it? Uh, so dang, now that I'm I'm gonna talk about this and like <laughs> at like not not regret, but like I'm gonna ask myself, like, bro, why did you even put yourself in a situation? But so um the f- there was a time where I was uh I was messing around with like this uh this older white woman um who had a kid by a black dude and so when we were messing around um there were just i get i mean we not even messing around but like we were just hanging out and there would be instances where she i don't know she was being that she had a black baby daddy i guess she picked up on the culture so she was on it like she felt to me I felt like she was more in tune with being black, quote unquote, than I was because, um, I mean, I was I was in college and I, I grew up a little bit of backstory. I went to private school <laughs> for like uh, for like elementary, a little bit of middle school. Um, and I went to college and did a lot of cool stuff. But I it, it kind of put me in this realm where I was. Uh, I was always, I was never at a school where it was just straight up all black people. Like every school I went to was pretty diverse. And so I was, um, it's, it's kind of a blessing and a curse in a sense. Um, but not to digress. Um, yeah, I was, I was messing around with this, uh, white chick who was kind of acting, a little bit more black than I was. And I tried not to, I tried not to uh, think too much of it, but then it just kind of got out of hand. And I was like, all right, this is making me very uncomfortable. And so I kind of had to ixnay that. But yeah, I think that was, that was really like the, the only instance. And that happened about 
about four years ago, maybe four or five mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. Okay. I think it's the un when you feel uncomfortable. That's when it gives you the the feeling of being somebody's fetish. And I hate like, and I'm very bad at saying this word like fetish sized. <laughs> I can't mm-hmm. say it. It's such a weird word, but <laughs> it um, it's it's when you feel uncomfortable. So I actually have like a little bit of a a story to tell about that. So I remember one of the worst, literally the worst date I've ever been on in my life. It happened last summer. Yeah, like last August or something like that. And it was this guy who is originally from New York, but moved to Atlanta, right? Mm -hmm. And he had been trying to literally take me out on a date for like three years. Like, I'm not even going to hold you. Like, he would... He would always hit me up on Snapchat, which is like, why? But he would constantly hit me up on Snapchat and be like, are you single? And I'd be like, no. And then he'd be, and it'll be like six months later, like, are you single now? And I'm like, no. And then finally, one time, like, I had literally just broken up with my boyfriend and he was like, are you single? And I'm like, actually, yeah, I am. And he was like, yo, I'm coming up to New York this weekend. He's like, you know, try to get a sitter. I would love to take you out, blah, 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 blah. Now, if you're coming from another state, you would think like you would have a date fucking plan, like some some type of plan or something. Right. He didn't have a plan. He took me to. And if you heard the last episode, we know that Stephanie just gives so many chances. Like Stephanie is too nice sometimes. I really, truly believe it. And I really need to be a more of a bitch. He <laughs> he texts me and I'm getting ready for the date. And he's like, oh, have you ever been to this place? And it's not, not, it was it was just a restaurant on like Gun Hill Road. And if you know Gun Hill Road in the Bronx, it's nothing to call home about. Like it's literally the hood, right? And I'm like, no, I never been there before. And he sends me a picture of like the storefront. And then he's like, oh, well, you know, we can eat there. And then like, we'll do something else. We'll go to like a bar or something. And I was like, all right, cool. I was like, send me the address. He goes, I sent you the picture. You can't see the address on the storefront of the fucking picture, okay? And I was, and at this point, I'm literally texting my friend and I'm like, I feel like cursing him out because what the fuck kind of response is that? Just send me the fucking address. Like, you want me to Google the place to find the address? Like, did you assume because I'm from New York, I just knew where everything was? I told you I'd never been to the place before. You know what I'm saying? So I should, red flag number one, and I should have never left my house, first and foremost. Okay, I just felt like I had to let that out. Because that's not even where, like, the problem started. Yeah. We go to the place, and it's literally, it's the hoodest place I've ever been in. I literally, like, they, it was the size of a corner store. It was small. Mm -hmm. But they had a speaker that could probably amplify, like, Madison Square Garden. Like, it was so fucking loud in there. And I was just like, can we go somewhere else? Like, this is terrible. So whatever. So we leave. We don't eat. Right. Mm-hmm. And we end up going to like this hookah bar. Cool. It was a Sunday. And football is on. I guess football had just started mm-hmm. or whatever. And we're there. He literally does not talk to me for a whole football quarter. Okay. Do you know how long them shits are? Them shits are at least 30 minutes. (laughs) Yo, what? Literally not speaking to me. Like, he's staring straight at the TV because we're at like a lounge, right? So we're sitting side by side. So he's literally staring at the TV. I'm just like, 
what the fuck am I doing here? I'm literally on my phone because I don't even watch football. So I'm just like, okay, this is trash. Um, it was a hookah bar where they can't sell liquor. So I had like a ginger ale. Like there was no food. I'm fucking hungry. Like I was just like, this is trash, right? So then whatever. I'm already annoyed. Already annoyed. The one, so I guess the quarter ended or whatever have you. And he turns to me and he shows me a meme on his phone and the meme says it's some some type of like drawing or whatever and it says how latin women treat black men better than black women do and i was just like Uh, (laughs) i said what the fuck i was like (laughs) what is wrong with you like at this point i literally and he probably thinks i'm crazy because I literally broke on him. I said, what the fuck is your problem? I was like, this is what you want to talk to me about? I said, first of all, I know you probably, I don't know what type of bitches you deal with that they think like that's popping, but that shit ain't popping to me. Like, and if you heard my last episode, I literally do not like it when people put other people down to like big other people up. That shit is so trash to me. It does not flatter me. I think you hate yourself as a black man, to be honest, because like, you're literally putting down black women. So like, what the fuck is like, do you hate your mother? Like, this is all the shit that like, I'm literally saying all this shit to him because it's like, what is wrong with you? And then secondly, what the fuck does my ethnicity have to do with treating you better? If you're trash, you're fucking trash. And I'm gonna treat you like you're trash. Like, do you think because, so now I'm, I'm getting offended because I'm like, oh, since I'm a, I'm a Hispanic woman or a Spanish woman or a Latin woman, you think you could treat me like shit because I'm just going to treat you like a king? Is this this what? Because the, the, the fucking whole date is trash. So now I'm offended as fuck. I, was, I got up and I walked away. I could not believe that he did that shit to me. And I felt like he was fetishizing me because I was Hispanic. And he really thought like, oh, this is about to be lit. Like, Spanish girls love to treat black men like queens. And that Go suck a dick, honestly. That's so wild. He traveled from Atlanta to New York just to put you through that bullshit? This is what I'm saying. And That's then crazy. I blocked him on everything. Blocked him. He ends up texting me from a random number talking about, thank you for letting me know you got home. What? I'm sorry, what? I, you have you have a mental illness. Like, you legit have a mental illness. <laughs> like, at this point. <laughs> I'm always intrigued to hear women's dating experiences because they're always... I, I don't know. I've never... They're always they're always off the fritz <laughs> for some reason. And it makes me wonder like how how weird are dudes really out here? Like I I mean and it makes me think like am I weird? Like I don't think I've ever done any weird shit or anything, but like it makes me think about how how many people out here are just genuinely like weird off when it yeah, when it comes to this dating thing. Um they don't get it. They <sighs> I don't, I don't, I honestly don't think I get it either, but I also don't try to put myself in positions when I'm not a hundred percent sure if I'm ready to do it. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to date, but I'm also not really sure. I don't, I don't honestly, I've ever since my last relationship, um, which really, I mean, it, it ended 
kind of like in 2018, but I just stopped connect like communicating with this person maybe like a couple months ago. So now I'm really mm-hmm. trying to get back into this I guess this dating thing, but I honestly don't even know how to do it anymore. Like I try, but I think people I don't know if it's because of like how I portray my I okay, so I primarily use Twitter um as my social thing. Instagram is more so for like my art posting and stuff. But mm-hmm. on Twitter, I I try to, I, I don't try to be, actually, I do try to be, I'm a goofy on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, all I do is crack jokes and post art. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when it comes to the, to the dating thing, I'll slide. One thing I don't do is shoot in the DMS. I'll shoot on the timeline in the form of a joke to get you like laughing. And then if I see that the reaction is kind of how I expect it to be, then I'll try to shoot in the DMs. But usually from there, it doesn't work. And I mean, that's cool. You know, um, I can't give up, but I, I don't think I've gotten a full handle on how to, I guess, appropriately do it in the direct messages. So, I mean, I guess you, you mentioning just asking someone, Hey, how they're doing, that couldn't really go a long way. Um, but I guess for me, I don't know, it's, it's the idea of of intention um and part of me is always on the fence of whether or not i'm really serious about this or if i'm not mm. um which is why i think i shoot it on the timeline versus in the dms um so then i mean it's all my fault but <laughs> but <laughs> but um yeah i'm i'm trying not to be one of those guys though i don't want to be someone who's like really adamant and who can i guess make it to that step of getting the date and then end up being a fucking nut job that's not what i'm trying to do a whole nut job and it's like you were really after me for like three years for three years and it's like and now now that you say it like that it's like he probably does that to everybody and i'm here thinking like damn he like he must really want to date me. Like, you know, like he ain't give mm-hmm. up and blah, blah, blah. But if he never really had the intention to do it and some people shoot their shot just because they're able to, as opposed to because they actually want to, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So that can, that could have definitely been it, but that's just, that's all still weird to me. And intent is a real big thing when it comes to dating, especially like when you're doing it through like social media and it's like, it's COVID now. So it's like, how else are we going to do it? You know what I'm saying? Like it's a whole new dating scenario. And I know people who are older than me who are like, how do you, how do you find people on the internet? Or how do you, how do you talk to somebody on Instagram and all this shit? And I'm like, that's what the world has become. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not like, it's not like before, like at all. It's not like you have like a pen and paper in your in your bag and you're giving people your number and they're leaving <laughs> messages on your answering machine and all that dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't do that shit no more. Everything yeah. is in the palm of our hands. <sighs> Being fetishized and or just having terrible ass dates or terrible ass relationships or situationships or get togethers. I don't know. Whatever have you like that shit is all trash. And I feel like people need to set more intentions like you said when they're dating and when they're doing all these things because if you're just doing it because you want to fulfill some type of fantasy that's trash because you're not taking the other person's um feelings into account at all you're really being selfish and you're you're only thinking of yourself um or if you're just there to waste their time that's also trash like it's just about that's also 
all being selfish. When you don't have intent and you're just doing it to do it, that's just, that's selfish as behavior, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. I think some people may get this idea of um, selfishness as being uh, just in control of your, I guess, control of your happiness and not letting other or outside forces influence your happiness. Um, I've definitely come across people who have done like things that have legit hurt me or other people. And when I like express it to them, it's like, I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do. Cause mm. like, it, it, like uh, it, it's, it's like they'll apologize for hurting me, but they've already come to terms with the fact that they're just going to do whatever they, they want to do. And they say that that's just how they are. And it's like when, I don't know, for me, when, when someone expresses that to me head on, of course, the first thing I'm going to say is like, okay, I can respect that. Cause mm-hmm. again, I like to keep the peace, but when I move on or like when I exit the room and I'm able to really ponder on it and I'm like sitting with it, I'm like, yo, that was really fucked up. <laughs> OD but, fucked up. OD fucked up. But at that point, you can't, it's not even worth right. like trying to, trying to fix. So yeah, selfish people, we gotta be a little less selfish. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Okay, so this was a great conversation. You know, I don't like to keep these conversations that long. This was a great little insight to dating and fetishizing and intent. So that's amazing. One question. I love how one questions can lead to like other topics and other conversations. But again, tell my listeners where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Malik Rafford. M-A-L-I-K-R-A-D-F-O-R-D. Since you spelled out your name, I'm going to spell out mine. <laughs> um, you can also check me out at my official website, malikradford.weebly.com. Again, disclaimer, it's a little outdated. Haven't used it since last year. But you can see all of my work from like 2013 to 2019 from there. So if you want to see how I came to be the artist I am today, check out my website. My music, all of your DSPs, digital streaming platforms, just look up RDFRD. I'm there. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Yay. Again, everything will be linked down below. Um, you guys know all of my information will be linked down below too. So thank you for tuning in to another episode or another installment, should I say, of Kiss and Tell Tuesdays. Don't forget to check in this Friday, Christmas Day, for Fine and Thick Fridays. So check it out. Love you guys. Bye. Mwah.